You are listening to Let's Go, the weekly anime podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. How are you? And it's me, Brian. And on this week, we are covering the anime that aired the weeks, because we missed last week, the weeks of the 22nd of August to the 4th of September, uh, 2021. I think that's right. That's two weeks. Yeah, bang on. That sounds, sounds like a lot. Yeah, uh, I could have done the the podcast last week by myself if I was powerful enough, which I am not. No, I <laughs> was recovering from having sort of thirty nine point six temperatures, but was Ooh. not COVID. It was Bad blooded something else. To the point, where I was like, mm, if it was COVID, would I have not been as ill because I've had a vaccination? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not not a dice roll. I would really want to <laughs> give that roll to find out. But, uh, Stay tuned, <laughs> yes, viewers. Uh, but before we get to the stuff which aired those two weeks, we've got to get to the stuff which aired a month earlier. Uh, and Dwayne suggested the smart thing of doing three episodes of Great Pretender this week rather than four. And so we're talking about okay. Great Pretender Act Four underscore Three, Four underscore Four, and Four underscore Five which are more parts of Wizard of the Far East. Yes. Okay, yeah. Trying to uh, remember which one's what now is another problem, but yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's lots of uh, daddy problems and mummy problems and mm. lack of son, lack of children problems and then a flashback. As, mm. as it's possible, the entire thing has been one long con set up by Edinburgh's dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I can't remember what happens in four three. Uh, uh the well well so that's that's when sort of uh that's when the kind of wheels come off of it really, because that's um yeah. when that's when like Edinburgh like noise, oh we, we, we if the boss wants to see you, here you can speak a bit of Chinese. Um, that's it, yeah. And my like, ticket to next negotiation because we were talking about the Shanghai uh, gang. They're like kind of they were like little offshoot of us, but they kind of started uh, doing their own thing, making their own movies. Now I think they're bigger than us, so we got like kind of set, set this shit straight because we're the bosses, not them. So we need you on hand at the next negotiation, next meeting we're having with them. Yes, because <laughs> she doesn't trust their translator, and also they end up sending the guy who isn't the person she wanted to see. They send Shen instead of Liu. Um, and mm. uh, yes, she like insults him and then he gets angry and then says, I didn't understand a single word you said. There's a uh, great bit of like both of them calling each other motherfuckers and the translator is going like, he respectfully asked that you, you know, like, the translator <laughs> to edit out that shit, even though both of them clearly know that they're insulting each other. Well, everyone yeah, knows to knows by the end of it. It's just, yeah, <laughs> he respectfully yeah, yeah, yeah. declined your generous offer. <laughs> I, I, I do not speak Chinese, but I do speak body language. Um, and that's, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, then he confronts his dad. Mm. And then they try freeing Abby and the children a second time. Uh, this time mm. the dad's in and out as well. He's like, I can't get away from these guys. Like they have me, they have me locked in. And as soon as I was like, oh, okay, this is like, cause he's still wearing the wedding ring, and it's like his mm. his his marriage ring, I should say. Um, and uh, he's he's kind of like, well, maybe, cause that reminds him of his mom who still wore the ring in hospital, assuming the dad would come back someday. 
Yeah. Um, making him think he's like being truthful and it's like he wants to get out of this situation. So the himself, the dad, um, our girl, and all the kids are going to escape. And this time he's just going to threaten him with a gun. It's like, get the fuck out of here, kids, or I'll shoot. Yeah, and this like, time he brought, brought like a, a bus rather than trying to pack them all into like, into like a minivan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, pretty smart going altogether, but um, a pretty smart going. I don't know. I, I, I think there's drug, there's drug to do. This fucking I, I had keys to the back door or something about that way. It's like, it's yeah, yeah. But it's the thing of um, obviously it's like, oh, we should, we shouldn't, we should get off the main road because they'll be looking for us on the main road. And I was like, no, stay on the main road. <laughs> <Keep it public. laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that gets yeah. them. Uh, yeah, get some black sedans, you know. It's really trying to flag, flag us down there. That's for us. Yep, it's for us. Because it's off. Oh, I can say odds. Edmore's dad, fun turned us in for the money, didn't you? Mm-hmm. How could you? So they're taken out on a a nice little boat cruise, and um, uh, it's Abby and um, Cynthia. Yeah, Cynthia. Abby and Cynthia have been. Because Cynthia was the driver, um, have been caught, and I, 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 I do, I do like her kind of bad, bad sign of just like just get it fucking done, just do it. <laughs> yeah, but they, they're both oh, like they, they're pretty cool in it. Um, but they get shot and immediately dropped off the boat. And I was kind of thinking in the show they're fine, they're fine. They're definitely, <laughs> they're, they're yes. definitely dead. They're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then yeah. the guy who shot them gets shot by Edimura. Azaki shoots them. Edimura shoots no, his dad. Specifically, uh, Edimura's dad's uh, gun. Yes. Where yes. like they take his gun off him. It's like here, shoot your friends to prove your loyalty. And then the dad shoots them instead and then it's like okay now shoot your father to prove your loyalty and he's like uh mm, you know yes i was and just like okay that's a that's a fixed gun and yes sure. yeah particularly because then azaki shows up alive later on in yes these, these episodes after getting shot and it's a long story mm-hmm. uh, uh yeah then edamura is refusing to eat and so akemi sort of mothers him and then you're like okay uh, not at this point, but by the time Izaki shows back off, I'm like, is this a con as well? Yes. Because is... <laughs> uh, yeah. they made it mentioned offhand by somebody, maybe down in the pub or something, that was like, yeah. oh, yes, like the, the share woman, she had, you know, she, she, she had a son, but, you know, obviously something bad happened there. So like, she's I, clearly... I think he's, it's, it's his, uh, Edamura's boss, uh, who should be next in line for command, but he's worried, like, ah, the old lady's taking a liking to this young book. Yes, um, because I mean, again, when she's going so far that I don't know that she's uh, like two months after this, she seems firmly embedded in. She's got a like, room at her house, and she's yeah. fucking going. Let's go. He's feeling all well done getting like you know the chairman one's favor there upon say, yeah, man, but it's a lot of pressure. Oh, that pressure should have been mine. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You'll be my boss one day. Okay, I'm okay. I, I can take it. Um, yeah, and I think it was like her son basically um, couldn't. Like I couldn't handle it for whatever reason. It wasn't really given, but like basically went a, done a runner and isn't part of the the organized crime organized crime family business. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, it makes it makes you think that you know this must have been like you know information that uh, anybody in criminal world would know about. So did yeah. they kind of like set up Edinburgh? That's got fun. He's a perfect kind of uh, very earnest um, boy. Anyone who could love. And try to just kind of just insert them in there to get just to get closer to her to pull the real job. Yeah, hmm. and, then, and then she has him do the uh, human trafficking auction, where 
because he's got experiences in auctions from London. That was in his CV, uh, where <laughs> s- somehow a massive increase in revenue occurs when he does the auction. And I was like, okay, right, okay. Now everybody who was buying the children are probably going to turn out to be other con men who Laurent yep. or Ozaki has yeah, brought yeah. on board. Part of the, like, they're probably spending money to make money and spend money to buy these children and uh, buy their freedom, essentially. And then you'll get paid more than what you spent on the kids. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it's a whole big fucking con, but it's it's yeah. hard to kind of see it. But, and again, like you say, like one long con. I feel like all the cons we've seen so far are to get Edmar and everyone um, where they need to be to do this con. Yes. Which is, yeah, like like okay, we we need to fix the two ladies like backstories and their their trauma so that they'll be ready to do this job. Um it's like Mass Effect doing the fucking the character missions before the last one. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, it doesn't quite well. I I think I I when we get to Dragon Quest, I think Dragon Quest does that even better in bringing back old yeah. stories and making it important into the current mm-hmm. one. Uh we also meets Liu as he's discussing with Shen that they need a new translator because their translator's gone missing. Uh, I really liked his reasoning for that as well. I've, I've forgotten mm. the novel they mentioned. Um, like a Japanese novel. That yeah, that, it, and it, and yeah, he's been a copy of Yukio Mishima as a golden pavilion. Um, yeah, yeah. And he's just, this guy, in my opinion, he was like, you know, Japanese Hemingway. You, you should have won an old prize for literature. But it was his, uh, his own teacher that actually won that award. And the argument goes that it wasn't necessarily that Mishima's writings were any uh, worse than his, but they, that's, they weren't as, as well translated as his teachings. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why it's most important. Nuance can be inferred different so many different ways. So that's why this isn't just this isn't some name is translated into the means. This guy is like the linchpin of our negotiations in anything we do. As if you do an international trade, you need to yeah. be able to, you, you need that translation to be like seamless and tailored to you and yes. tailored to your client he yeah. is yeah. he's effectively our negotiator in any like yes. uh, non-chinese language meetings mm-hmm. and when you're like when you're specifically like doing human trafficking you're gonna work in foreign places <laughs> so yeah um and who could possibly be in town he might be able to help them out but Loron, who pays off uh igarashi from confidence man jp as he meets him outside eating some terrible tofu. Uh, yeah. He comes in as like, oh, it's a fortune teller. It's like, oh, he told me he gave me a good fortune. And then he says it's going to be this day and that. But yeah, that's not what he needed to hear to get him in the door. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he gives him, uh, he pays him off. And then he briefly mentions that he's going to go and buy Daco a present. And then we get like a little bit of a sting of music from the Confidence Man JP before it turns into the usual uh, dramatic con music that uh, mm-hmm. this show has. Um, but he wasn't going to get the other two any any presents. Uh, and that, that's the other reason why I was like, oh, I assume every, everything, because I've been watching Confidence Man JP, is everything's going to be part of a singular con across these nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's yeah. fun. You, you can see the the pieces of the puzzle like but he's like i don't know where this fits yet but yeah. i can see that that's a fucking essential part yeah yeah and, uh well well having watched one ahead i could say you're on the right track yeah <laughs> okay. uh so ozaki shows up and at edinburgh's uh apartment and he's like well i'm gonna need to tell you a story all about Laurent, and then we start getting Laurent's background 
tragic hmm. backstory. Yes, his mother was conned out of her savings by a man called Hugo. Hmm. And after his mother died, realtor, yeah, yeah. became a gambler. And he then saw Hugo, tried to kill him, but instead stabbed a woman called Dorothy, mm. who we've briefly seen in his flashback. And then in episode five of this case, we get more details of Dorothy. She's a con man, and she works in a team with Siwon and Ozaki, two other con artists. Siwon mm. uh, taught her everything she knew, and they want to bring Lauren into their scheme. Um because of his uh, his language skills, his intelligence, and his gambling skills, um, but they they she makes it clear that they're all lone wolves who just happen to be working together. If you don't pull your weight, you're out of the team. Yeah, like mm. if you get caught, you get caught. Like we're just going to cut you loose. There's no yeah. connection here. That kind of thing. Yes, yeah, but it's but this is the same as like we're going to like rob from the real scumbags. Uh, who yeah, have a cut, like a the rules are: we rob from big assholes and we don't kill. Those are our rules, basically. Yeah. So uh, it's like the fact that she set up a situation in which Lauren would try and stab her in order to help her con. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm going to make this guy on the verge of fucking or like willing to kill someone, and then go like, no, don't do that. <laughs> Uh, her, yeah. And then, yes, we race through a bunch of scams they pull in various parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Like a real estate scam in Brazil. Uh, what's the scam with the football club in Milan? These foreign like, investors are going like, to you know, just uh, buy or, or we're going to buy AC Milan because it's, it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. us Milanese, it belongs to the Milanese. If only. I, 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 I would say it's AC Milan. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. Like I, I was like you know uh, an immigrant who came here myself. However, I feel like I'm from Milan as well. I want like the the Milan team for the Milanese people. But I'm saying you're right. I'm a big mafia guy. I'm gonna want like you know give them what for and the guy again <laughs> take him down. Hmm. Easy peasy. Yeah, and we it's seem fun like it's, like you've seen the progression of Lauren like being more comfortable with them as yes. he goes on. Yeah, yeah, but also it's like we're shoot, we're, we're, we're partners. We're not even partners. Or as eyes, we're lone wolves. But could. That change possibly for the right mm. person for the right man. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah the uh, the real estate one is similar to one of the plots of Confidence Man JP episodes. Okay, where they um, they try and trick a because uh, it's, it's it, it, they're buying it for a uh, a tourism. For tourism reasons, like, 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 yeah. like resort a resort, yeah, it's a, yeah. There's like this evil resort mogul in one of the episodes who they're trying to mm-hmm. trick into buying this useless piece of land. Um, yeah, I wonder uh, how they managed to like uh, mock up that he would, like, you know, that the, the, the magazine or thing or newspaper that he got would have like the mocked up uh, like profile of Laurent as like I'm like Laurent at Disneyland. Like, oh, you've oh, seen how they've done Disneyland this before. Yeah, it's like you've seen how they've done this before, like with um, with Edamora, like they just had guys on the train reading the magazine and then leave it fucking yeah. down. Uh, they did that. The Confidence Man JP. There's the 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 movie mogul one is uh, they know this guy subscribes to this movie magazine, so they know which day he's <laughs> yeah, going to yeah. get the subscription. So when the postman comes and delivers it, one of the con men comes moments later, also dressed as a postman, and swaps it out. For an identical version, except the one the one they put in has got an extra article talking about mm. this cafe where all the famous directors used to hang out because they know that'll be mm. tempting enough for him to go in there. Then they can 
lure him into the con. Um, yeah, uh, and then but then the final thing they're going to do after Lauren and Dorothy have fallen in love, they go to Finland, and they one last scam, one last confidence trick, one, one last big job, you know, one yes. last crazy job. I said that was my last job, but it's like, ah, how yeah. about one more job? Well, that's for long to know. Like he's just that's. He was he he was the Edamura of that group because he because yes. he he was their heart of the team, and that big heart you know he had enough love for two so he wanted to like share that with Dorothy and you know but she was like kind of in it for like for for love of the game you know yeah, I kind of want to be tied down um so it's like even though oh yes we'll we'll start off to the sunset but all the ash of the crack lads we're, since we're splitting the team up you know we do one last big hurrah and it's like oh you've gotten too getting too close to the sun because in that last job you got beaten you got worked over pretty hard Dorothy you know there was uh, Australian gangsters uh, who helpfully like named, named the bay in Sydney Harbour would have dropped you into so you know where you are uh, like almost like could have done like, a lot worse to you so maybe you should get out while you're, while you're ahead you know so you yeah. can guess how next job is going to go yes and it's pretty much the same scam they do at the start of this job of you'll pretend to be a princess and we'll have you sold into slavery um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, it's I, I do like that as well. It's the idea is that there's a couple of confidence stories, like lines you feed people, and it's just the same ones over and over again. They get reused, but they just you edit them to the the target, the mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where essentially we leave it at the end of this episode. Uh, we'll flashback. We'll continue next week. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you know, this is like probably more about like the the, the backstory involved. But what is like seeing like, in the montage, you know, a lot of the various just uh, this con of schemes and being enacted. Um, mm-hmm. There's a guy who gets because it, it it can be really good at that. You know, I know we're getting to like the more big business kind of backstory things, you know, but you know, it's kind of, kind of see if kind of do what they do best, you know. Mm-hmm. Getting some more of that in there. It's kind of what Cadre was in, so just, just don't forget about that. So I'm kind of hoping as well that you know, this the Riverdale ultimate like big con is. I want like to be sort of um, like the first case, I suppose. Uh, the first one in Los Angeles that was really good. At, like, oh, if you go watch it, and all the clues are there. But even then, yes. it, it can be really really going to pull in the wool over your eyes. No, it's all the clues are there, but some of the clues could lead you to think this way. Um, yeah, and put yeah. it that way. So it was, it was really good at like directing your attention and your, and your thoughts like that. Hmm. So I can see where this can kind of go. So I might be surprised one more time. Yeah, yeah. Then we're on to Godzilla Singular Points, episodes eight and nine, Graftage and a Rumpant. Deciding <laughs> <laughs> these things, yeah. Uh, in which uh, we talk about super calculators hmm. uh, being powered by by singular points um also i I think it was it's helpful that dr stone was talking about like the the calculators where each one of these processors you have like multiplies your your (coughs) multiplying ability uh what you can calculate with it and i was like okay similar in this thing you're creating like these singular points which like that kind of lead to another one and you kind of like keep looping around them and that's these um diagrams for lack of a better term the crazy man scrawlings of like eyeballs like and the the lines looping between them yes he's yeah so he's he'd made the super calculator by borrowing the power of these singular points from the future 
which then predicted a catastrophe happening in the future, which may have been caused by him borrowing the power to create this yeah. super calculator in the future. Yeah. He, uh, like, because, like, it's basically, he sent it back, like, by having it in the future, he basically made a thing that could calculate one second into the future. And it's like, well, now that I can calculate one second in the future, that means I can yes. do that one to calculate over two seconds in the future. Again. Three seconds. Like, multiply, multiply. Yeah. But May thinks that's not necessarily the case. That yeah. it's not necessarily the super calculator that's causing, that's going to cause the catastrophe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which the fun thing is when she's trying to explain this to all the other money men and scientists behind Shiva is they fail to hear that message entirely and just mm. hear, oh, there's a computer we can use. <laughs> a cool computer? All right. It's like, no, 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 no. We need to see if the cool computer destroyed the future, which we are yeah. very close to that future right now. It's like, like, like it could be any day now. We don't know. Yeah, it was good because it was, a, it was the kind of thing when I got to sort of like uh, my thought to wander on that path. It was just sort of like a, a kind of a scary kind of thing it could kind of be. So it's, I get in my mind is that each like single point of the computer is like its own universe with its own possibilities. So it's like it's kind of distilling all that down. Now of all those possibilities, you know, eventually arriving at this like a thing where everything is destroyed, or it could it could be it could be calculated that way because mm-hmm. what's this? It's always like a two plus two like, uh, equals four, or but uh, it should always return that. But what if every time the result was different? Uh, yeah. And what kind of calculation would that would that eventually come down to? And it got kind of kind of scary then because it's like, no, wow, the universe, you know, all, all, all universes like simultaneously arrive at the same same conclusion that everything should be destroyed. It's like, oh yeah. You, you know what's as scary as Max though? Big monsters. That is true, and yes. Giant spiders. Giant spiders, scary. yeah. Also Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Godzilla like wipes out all the Rodans and the cloud red cloud dust and then like uh chrysalises himself. It to seems to be the same method a... that your man used in the um oh, what was that thing he was mad to fucking try? Oh, the uh the old orthogonal diagonalizer. Godzilla appears to have orthogonally diagonalized himself and uh, the military just like well, I guess he's dead, and it's like that's a cocoon. That's a cocoon, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's a cocoon <laughs> shaped a like cool, Godzilla. It was a cool effect because uh, yeah, it was like yeah. it's uh, all of the red dust in the air, the intense heat, like vitrified it and turned it to glass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really, really yeah. nice visuals, like all over any of the monster stuff in this. Yeah, mm, I had to do like that kind of tableau of disaster. You know, the really, really good job of game and the scale of it as well. Um, mm-hmm. As well, like the, the, what the, the military commander dude knows is, while well, looking at said tableau's obstruction, is that those uh, lampposts there, and would it count? Yeah, they're probably warped by the heat. Yeah, but they're all warped identically <laughs> in the same same shape, the same. It's like someone bend. just took them and bent them. Yeah, basically. Mm. And that, that's the same shape as the refraction that they yes. figured out in there. So they were just like something like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yes, yes. So you don't want to worry about the science bit. You could be excited by Jet Jaguar fighting Kumongas, and also oh, Jet, Jet Jaguar, so friend of the children, as well. <laughs> Get a little bit of that cheating, cheating children and rock paper scissors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's again that that again ties into our science thing because it's basically using uh, maths to kind of predict where a thing is going to go. Like I can use their, I can read their body language and see what way they're gonna, what what they're gonna throw. Rock paper scissors, that kind of way. Um, mm. It kind of ties into that, and I think I feel like Jet Jaguar is getting 
not too intelligent, not like scary intelligent, but it is definitely getting smarter and smarter. Like in a kind of like, uh, guys, do you want to let this AI exponentially grow? Um, mm. To the point where it, it was initially like, wow, I'm looking at those cumulus clouds and they're actually quite beautiful. I understand beauty now. And so it's like, uh, you're a fighting <laughs> robot. <Stop> yes. That. <laughs> well, Jeju could just make the point that it, its intelligence changes because it's got a physical body now. Because yeah. you're you're a body in the world rather yes. than just a, an intellect on a computer. It's a different yeah yeah. You can interact with the world. Mm. Uh, which I wonder whether that's supposed to be a mirror to the monsters and the red dust. Yeah, like the 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 monsters are the red like dust interacting like with the world, evolving mm. to to exist in a different way. And each yes. of them are like having a variation of prediction um to to in order to survive basically yeah and they also also as well they're uh probably kind of terraforming the environment to yes. to suit their things because the the mm. rodents would always like die uh outside of the dust but now they're kind of spreading it everywhere they exist in it so they're just like changing the environment without much heat to other things that already live there a little like oh i don't know <laughs> uh also salunga has just disappeared along with the red dust that was in the Shiva facility. That's probably fine. It's probably fine. Mm. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> oh, and Lee dies trying to save a cat, uh, which leaves May in a situation, because Lee's like, oh, I also believe the catastrophe is real. I'll I'll back you up. And then minutes later gets killed saving a cat. Uh, so I assume it's going to be much harder for May to convince the other guys once she gets to India that Mm-mm. we've got to stop the catastrophe rather than uh, BB probably going I want to use the orthogonal diagonalizer again <laughs> he's, he's mad to try that yeah <laughs> I want to try the problem there's 13 phases of, of, of this element I want to try them all <laughs> like he's so crazy I kept thinking for a while that his um his daughter was uh, like a like a weird manifestation in his head but then like when he's pulled out of there by the other agents and stuff they're yes. basically waving to her and stuff I was like okay she's real then that's fine <laughs> I do like that they've lifted him up off the ground and have carried him out yeah way. yeah he's just going to sit there theorizing with a small child who just wants to cook him some lunch yes <laughs> that's all she wants to do yeah um yeah it's all good stuff it's becoming more and more dense i'm fascinated given the red crystal stuff uh that's showing up in another show which the two creators worked on space daddy together i mm. do wonder whether they were any back and forth or uh have just been reading the same books maybe yeah yeah, yeah into the same stuff yeah. um like I, I i i just in terms of like if you if, you, if the scary math isn't good for you the fucking monsters are great like the idea of doing the spiders in like a, a dock, so there's loads of like uh, ships mass for them to jump between. I was like, and oh, gantries and all that kind exactly. of exactly. Oh, that's so beautiful! Like it's such a good fucking idea, and I haven't seen it done before. Um, and like, despite not, I say not doing much. Like it spends ages letting Godzilla just roar or something like that. It's like it's fucking terrifying, and they they spend enough time doing that. And they let a giant robot have a spear and just fucking slice and dice some spiders. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. rad. Mm. Yeah, like for as dense as the science can get. If you really like that bit in Event Horizon where Sam Neill showed how how it worked for you, like you know, you start yeah. point A and point B while you can fold the paper together and get there. It's really good at how of like uh, doing those little sort of demonstrations with like what's on the desk right here. I I use that that to kind of give you an idea just of this yeah. very um, just like theoretical physical uh, concept. I, I I do I do love that 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 stuff. Like where BB was talking about, like I think it was just with a. 
like a Rubik's cube. Uh, like he was showing is like, yeah, I can mm. only perceive the shadow of the thing. And again, that's another. <laughs> that's another uh, that's, theoretical did, did, did philosophical there you know, so yeah, 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 yeah. the sciences as well which is why the humanities are important uh. <laughs> <laughs> then we're on to the stuff which actually aired in these past four, two weeks Fina Pirate Princess episodes 2, 3 and 4 An Inherited Journey Bar Barrel and The Mystery of the Stone mm. uh, as first of all we Go to Goblin Island. Fucking great name for an island. <laughs> <laughs> We're no goblins. We are introduced to the show's harem. Uh, all these ninja boys and one ninja girl mm. to be potential suitors, but really there's only one. The others. There, there's very clearly one. Yes, yeah. there is clearly one. They're there's all a... very attractive, but it's clear, like, okay, I see what way the fucking this has gone. Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit like they took all the boys out of the Oran host club and then made the There's literally the twins in there. <laughs> I know, yes. Quiet guy. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with that, honestly. Just make them ninjas in a pirate show. Why not? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, great. Uh, and, yeah, the the priest of this island who's been entrusted with a stone uh, from Fina's father mm. and he wants to know what the deal is with the stone. You must... you. Uh, but also, uh, what's the main ninja called? The one who is clearly the love interest. Uh, I keep saying his name, and you're like, yes. forgetting. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I have to make a new list of yeah. names for names. Yes, there's two of them. <laughs> but he's he he's get he's the one who's like sort of gets angry at her for not knowing what this stone means. Hmm. Um, uh, which leads her to cut all her hair off in the hope that it will trigger some sort of memory, and it does. She remembers the word Eden. Hmm. It's sort of like a mark of her resolve and also to make her like trying to bring herself physically kind of back to when she was a kid, when she escaped the, that burning ship um, and had shorter hair, that kind of way. Yeah. But the best bit of this episode is the gag where Salman's trying to tell his name to the priest. And it's <laughs> like, my name's Shalman, Shalman, no, Shalman, Shalman, <laughs> because he's got a, That's what I said. Yeah, a lisp because he only has two teeth left in his mouth. Mm, mm. Uh, which was my favourite joke of the episode uh, I, I mean like I was close to nearly as crying as those guys when it was like they're not going to take them no. on their boat on their journey because I was like what are you talking about these guys are great that's gotta bring them. fine the other guys are good. wacky as well so yeah so Yuki Maru is the uh, the quiet uh, kid who uh, they knew as, a, as children mm. uh, we've got uh, Shitan who is the Bishonen uh, archer? Hmm. Uh, Karen, she's the inventor. Uh, there is uh, is it Enju and Kaide? They're the twins. Yeah, there is it. a distinct like they wear slightly different colors and a different cut of gi, but yes. I can't remember which one's fucking which. <laughs> so, you, you figure it out. You'll I'll figure it out eventually. Able, able yeah. to tell six awesome matters apparently. You'll be able to. Do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Subaki, who's the sensible one, and uh, Makaba, who's the large, quiet one who eats a lot. Mm. Uh, and then in the third episode, they go to the free island of Barbaral in search. I, I did like in the opening where the, you can see like there's like, oh, there's a submarine. There's going to be a submarine in the show. It's like, no, the main board is the submarine. Yes. They have it in episode two. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. Just good stuff. Uh, they the go me- to one of those uh, pirate principalities that are free yes. from 
regular law and stuff because they need supplies. They they need lots of whale oil to keep this fucking submarine running. <laughs> Wait, already whale oil, man. Uh, dear. Possibly look for clues as well as to the nature of hmm. this gem, and also there'll be a bunch of characters who've definitely got designs as we meet a whole load of lady pirates. Like every lady pirate from history. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Nearly, nearly. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, like I, I said to Brian there, I, I was getting annoyed when I saw a ginger lady pirate and I was like, mm, they're going to say Grania Newell's name fucking wrong again. It's like, yeah, she's O'Malley, the pirate. O'Malley. Oh. O'Malley. Um, yeah, what do you know? Oh, about? man. <laughs> but there are oh, a bunch man. of cool... Like great designs and seemingly very fun character lady pirates and I was worried they were going to get fucking killed immediately by these yep. ninjas but they were just like hey we'll kill these random goon pirates yes. but you guys will leave alive because you can't kill a lady and I was like oh good their, their stupid fucking thing is going to mean these ladies with guns and knives yeah. are going to be hassling them constantly I got the it. feeling it's just the those two twins are the ones who would not kill a lady I got the impression I feel like a lot of the rest of them might Yukimaru yeah. would definitely slice up a whole bunch of ladies to protect uh, Fida probably but they've, they've got some plot armour is what I'm saying yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're, they're they're working for the guy who had purchased Fida to marry um, mm. he does not make it to the end of the episode <laughs> because the British have yeah. had enough of him and they tie him up in chains and hurl him overboard uh, we also, uh, yes, the head pirate seems to be in some sort of relationship with Abel, the the British Navy officer who looks like Fina and is constantly he looks like Fina and he's creeping on a painting. Yeah, um, well, we'll get so, to that in yeah. the next episode. Yes, he's creeping yeah. on a painting. Uh, who's got a little sidekick called Cody, who's the one in charge <laughs> of having this guy thrown overboard. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, but they find a, a similar stone, and that leads them to episode four. They go to Germany. A slight the, the Netherlands was it? No, it's Germany. It's a, it's it's oh, a, it's an almost okay. real town. It's they've changed the name of the town ever so slightly, ah. and the real town is also a gem town. It's no. Sorry, I thought it said it was like a Dutch uh, name or something like that, but my mistake. Um. Yeah, and they go there and. They try and find the stone's history. This is a this is probably the slowest episode so far. We get introduced mm. to I can't remember her name. There's a lady who's got a crush on um Yukimaru. Mm. Um and in return for getting sharpening her grandfather, the Burgermaster's knife, they'll look at the records and see what the history of this stone. And mm. this stone it used to belong to Joan of Arc, but mm. the record Joan of Arc, commissioned by Joan of Arc, but five years after she died. Yes, dun, dun, that's dun. impossible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's also it's not it's Joan of Arc's like nickname, La Pucelle. Uh, can't remember the rest of it, but yeah, the La Pucelle bit is the important bit because Fina remembers like was I called La Pucelle when I was younger, or did I hear somebody called La Pucelle? It's, re- it's a familiar term. Yeah, it's a familiar term. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the um, final cut of Abel on his ship, pouring away at a, f- a painting of a lady going, La Pucelle. And then Cody walks in and he quickly hides it behind a map. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, are you creeping on that painting? No, shut the door. Um, th- ah, like, I, I, I put a necktie over the door. You know what that means. There's a lot of um, like plotty kind of stuff and everything. But like in that um, episode... 
Three, there's a lot of like fun. We're going ashore. We're going to go mad on the town, um, kind of stuff. Uh, I did things. like they they did have like some constant background jokes in uh, episode four as well, where the reason he's taught uh, your um, hi, what's it something Maru um, Yukimaru lo- yeah Yukimaru um, he's he's talking to this woman because she was talking to the guy trying to go someone teach me how to fight using whatever weapons you can and everyone's just like you suck at fighting um, so she kind of complimented the Bishonen guy who's like oh I can see why the women like him he's very easy going and he ends like easy going with women eh that's what you're into alright I'll chat up this woman even though I have no idea what I'm saying and then the Bishonen guy's like hey you want to watch it there, Fina? She's going to try and fuck him if we hang around here too long. She's like, oh, shit. Yes. So it's great background jokes. Uh, even when it cuts to the twins and the big lad. Oh, yes. They're kind of like, hey, we haven't had a scene in a while, have we? Yes. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, I guess maybe next episode. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you better get a lighting now, Makaba. This is probably your only chance before, <laughs> before the episode ends. It was like yeah. this moment of like fourth wall breaking. Um it's uh, very funny, yeah. And, I mean, like, if, if it wasn't just like this thing's gorgeous and the plot is interesting, but the jokes are really on yes, point. Yeah, and, so okay. It's, it's uh, definitely. Well, no, I, I, I keep that up because uh, mm. I, 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 I had I, I the first one at, at, at this at this moment uh, mm. and enjoyed it, and then it's like it's still a good time. Yeah, no, it is. It is a fun one. Yeah, it definitely feels like it's going in a mysterious cities of gold direction in this treasure hunt type fun romp type thing yeah yeah there's mm. there's serious stakes but it's like don't, don't worry too much about it it's probably okay yeah but it's when there are lots of kind of things like uh the kind of, ad- of like uh, adventure serial animes in the kind of in the 80s there was a lot around that time too you know mm. so it's like oh there's it's something in the water back then you know this yes if if it turns out like she's i mean the ideal is she turns out that her and abel actually come from the hidden continent of Moo, then we're definitely in the 80s <laughs> adventure <laughs> region. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, because like the whole thing was like, okay, we're pirates, oh, we yes. go across the Atlantic whenever, and the whole thing of like, yeah, obviously it's Japan, so they do Jean d'Arc. They, yeah. like, it's just like, we, we know a lot about European history, and we're going to jam it all together because it's fucking class. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think as well, you've had so many different so years of uh, Assassin's Creed games, so it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, we were exploring the ancient hidden history in these various time eras, including uh, this time of history, actually, with, with, when the pirating was mm-hmm. the big thing. And that was fun to play, so let's see if it was fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. They have to, like, hide her hair in episode three, because everyone's staring at her silver hair, so... I just... Like presumably not because they know some crazy legend. Maybe some of them do, but it's probably like she's worth more on the market. Basically. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got Sunny Boy episodes seven and eight, Road Book and Laughing Dog. Did you want this show to turn into Angel's Egg, the TV show? Well, good news, it has with episode <laughs> seven and eight. It is good news. <laughs> I'll try to get Kawaji a little bit more work. He's storyboarding one of these. Um... Hmm. Yes. Seven. So, so with the, uh, the the plot of getting back home abandoned after episode six, it's time for various characters to go their separate ways. And we're left with uh, kind of just five characters at this point. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. we're done with season one. This is season two. The fucking the main plot has changed. What we're working towards is different this time. Which is really funny to me that they keep doing this shit mostly off yes. fucking screen and um, just so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a bunch of people gone with the fake teacher, 
Yeah. There's a bunch of people gone with Hoshi, Pony, and Cap in their... On their little arc. Uh, yeah. In their arc. Rajani yeah. goes off on his own in a boat. Ah, I was fucking disappointed yes. with that. I was because yeah. like all he, he was... does is be like a weird creep with these ants. It's like, oh, I want to see how they suffer. And your man's like, I'm gonna free these ants. Yeah. But other than that, he's been sound out as he. Yeah, I mean, I, he's kind of like maybe got was just way of kind of processing the whole thing because it's like, no, there's no sure. point trying to figure out a way to fucking get out of here because we're just fucking like projections of the people who exist in this real dimension. So what's the point of existing? Uh, so I was gonna fuck around and play God myself, but he gets his senses back and it's like, oh, I have I have my good friends here. I shouldn't give up. Yeah, yeah. There's still purpose. Just he has to adjust what his expectations were. Instead of trying to solve yeah. the thing, maybe he needs to map the thing or figure out what to do with it. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't tried everything yet, so that, yes. that, that's for something that he would do all the time. He would usually do. So this, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay, yeah. ma'am. You'll have her off days. So Asakazi doesn't go with the teacher. He stays. Mm-hmm. Uh, though he doesn't do much in these two episodes. Uh, we've got the Zobi Nagara, Mizuho, and I forget the dog's name. Gen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, but it turns out there is an entire civilization of drifted children, and they're going to send. What's the what's the organization that, that they send Beatnik. up? Beatnik. Beatnik. Yes, to so, judge so, so, This has been happening for for tens upon thousands, not possibly millions of years. I'm not sure what's scared of operating because they're they're How meeting. Long has this school existed. Yeah, so, yeah. So, 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 there's a whole meeting of them in some interdimensional space where they're all. Seem to be children, or like from the same high school, wearing that same uniform, but from, from the same year, yeah. Some countless and countless like iterations of yes. the same scenario, uh, seemingly. <laughs> and if they're having like their six million annual like meeting of uh, what the fuck we should do about this, but they they know that yes. Nagara is the observer. It's probably his fault. For we can fucked up like this. Let's go get him. Yeah, we have so a blurry photo of some guy whose fault this is. Um, and unfortunately, yeah. by removing the ant colony and wanting to set them free from our our science boy, um, he he meets a bat. A bat. Actually, comes, an umbrella. One of those. What are those bears you call it in a playground? Um, uh, not the, swing uh, bears. That's not the right name for them. Um, you can't get on me, and you, you can flip this, over. Like flip, yeah. you guys swing upside down to them. Yeah. 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 Um, so he does down. that and probably falls into the sky as the world turns upside down. Yes. Uh, congratulations. You're in an ant colony of students now. What are you going to do about it? And they're building the Tower of Babel so they can get to down. God. They're building it down. As yes. Well, well <laughs> it turns out they're building <laughs> it be up the because <laughs> everything's upside down. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's good. Yeah, and he strikes up a friendship uh, with this kid who's got a great character design and a great vocal performance. Mm. He's like, because they're all like like high school teenagers, but some of them have been did for, for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And so he's trying to kind of like, oh, I'm just a broken down old timer, but I'm just basically the same age as you would look at us. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, an old it's, kid. It's weird to got this like their own little pseudo society is set up where they're like, no, they'll go ahead, heading down to cafe and having like, you know, having tea and, 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 co- and Coca-Colas and cakes put a light down their front. So, oh, man, I hired a job knocking back, you know, some Coca-Cola. <laughs> Well, that and like a, they Takes give the a solid turf filled with worms because they're they're ant people. Mm. Um, it's just like mmm, fresh worms. Um, <laughs> and there's like one of the girls who works at the cafe who really wants to. Apparently, there's stars down here somewhere. That sounds pretty cool. Um, which they stumble upon, and I was like, oh god, I know what this is. Even before our, our guy kind of explains it beforehand, it's like oh, there's, a, there's like uh, it's like a spider that puts down its thread. Or uh, glow worms, yeah. Yeah, that's it, glow worm. Um, and uh, he gets. His uh, his old young 
friend gets horribly fucking eaten by these things. Um, but I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. No one can die in this world because he's he's there later. <laughs> I was just like, yes. oh my god, that guy got eaten. It's like, yeah, but he's okay. And I was like, this is a weird fucking entire show. But <laughs> yeah, because you go, oh nobody can die in this world, and then the very next episode, loads of people die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, dear. Uh, but yeah, they they eventually judge him because he figures out that he's that. Yeah, the guy was fine. The beatniks have passed judgment. The back kid turns out to be a kid who's probably like a year or two older than him because we get a flashback to Nagara seeing this kid in the park. So he remembers Nagara from the park, but Nagara doesn't yeah. because he was so young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remembering he him. Was like, he would have been like two years ahead of him in the same school. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, however the fuck this school works anyway. Yes. Apparently but... been at school for thousands of years or something. I don't fucking know. That is the that is a good question. How long it's been drifting, particularly when you see the building in 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 the next episode looks like a mm. much older building than the schools we've seen so far. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's of course if that even existed outside of the dog's head. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this is this is kind of where this leaves Nagara in a better place by the end of this episode than he was at the, at the start. But it leaves Nozomi is still wondering about the fact that she was dead in the other world. So what does the light mean yeah. that she sees? Yeah, what what does that mean in the world if you're supposed to die in a world where you can't die? And but Nagara's like kind of def, it's definitely good growth for him because obviously being a productive member of society who just goes by the rules and it's like yeah, yeah. I'll carry the blocks up and down and him breaking through that. Yes, um, it, it kind of shows his growth as a character. Like, you know, uh, this is a very simple metaphor of you. If, 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 if to, to, to change your perspective, it changes yes. your entire world. You know, mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. he can literally, he literally can change worlds. You know, maybe to extend, because he's reading the, the journal back in the notebook at the end. It's like maybe he's actually like, creating them from whole cloth in that instant, and they just, they just have this history built into them. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of like, feeds into the next episode as well. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. Like, uh, this is this is the way kind of things are. And people are, are going to kind of. Kind of be that way, but you got to like change, keep change, keep your own like perspective on it. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of you no know, motivating thing, and you know, it's you no, know, yeah, feeling this like feel like less of a bystander, I suppose, in your yes. own narrative, and you know, actually mm-hmm. kind of take charge of it. Then in Laughing Dog, Mizuhu asks uh, Kudahiku, "Why are you a dog?" And then Kudahiku, Good question. T- I'm surprised no one's asked me that up to now. Uh, well, t- uh, let me tell you a story. I won't bore you, but uh, I'll try and sum it up quickly. Yeah. It was a long, was a long <laughs> yes. time ago, but let me see if I can remember 5,000 yeah. years back. Yeah, no, I, I got the gist of it. And, and do note that at no point in the story does he explain how he became a dog. <laughs> There's no mention well, of it at uh, all. He was, he, was, he was licking your own blood, being subservient, being yes. a lap dog, and he became a dog. Yes. He became well, a very big dog, but there you go. Um, uh, well, he, well his, his, he was just such this impact upon his life that he would do be do anything or be anything to keep her in his life so mm. i'll be i'll so, be your dog yeah yeah uh maybe he just wanted some of that kiora oh. <laughs> <laughs> um it, it seems to be more so like yeah he he's a guy like what did they see powers powers was like reshape the world or something like that yeah uh, anything anything he becomes reality yeah, so like he, him seeing himself as subservient and uh, to this other person, like made him like her dog, basically. I, it's 
like that's about as close as yeah, I can get. Yeah, it, it's like, really it, it's that. really hard to tell what is it. Ha- so there's, there's he goes to this town, uh, this world. Because uh, he was jumping between worlds. He yes, never, he actually left his past and could never find his place. I thought that was horrifying. The the world that was all knives on the yeah, on the floor spikes. and. And the world just met up bones and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he stepped, he stepped on that one spike, and he's gone all the way to his foot, but he just keeps yeah. on going. Oh, yeah, that was nasty. Uh, and it seems to be like this old school house, and there's this girl who everyone worships like she's a god because she could provide them with whatever they need. She can change day to night if needs be. Magic turned water into soup. She's And her power is called M. Um, mm. um, but then we see at some point in the future... Everyone here started developing these red crystalline tumours coming out of their bodies to the point where they eventually would turn into red crystal. They'd just be a big hunk of crystal. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. find a guy in a cave who's also covered in crystals whose immediate thing they say to her is, you're ugly, uh, mm. which she finds, ref- she likes it because it's on- she it's honest. And yeah. then it turns it, out it's, it's contrasted yes. with like a scene with her and the the, the dog before he's a dog, um, where he's like, Hey, what do you think of the look of me? And he can't bring himself to look at her. Yeah. And like one of her eyes has gotten fucked up and like obviously there's loads of crystals growing out of her skin. She does not look, look healthy. He's like, yes. Oh, you're 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 gorgeous, your lips are as blue as the sky. And I was like, That's not a good thing, it's bro. Your blue cracked lips. Yes. Oh. And he had, and, the, and a dog had when he was a boy had originally tried to flee this world because he found her powers creepy and everyone's behaviour towards her powers creepy. It wasn't until like disingenuous, it like yeah. really bothered him basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but, was, but even him, like, you know, ever wandering around, he'd be like the one you know, he'd see some things people wouldn't believe. He'd be the biggest skeptic of all of this, but you can see even he can be taken in if he has that kindness and warmth, whatever you whatever you kinda of longing for offered to, even something like him could, could, could be yes. like yeah. taken in by that. But like I, I think it was the contrast of like it was just like this is too perfect. Like this is this must be fake. There must be a scam or some bullshit. So when she like basically teleports to his raft and goes like, "Hey, I brought you dinner," and just has like a fucking some soup there, and then he throws it off, and, and she kind of erupts a fountain of soup yes. from the from the sea, and is like, "Here, give it a taste. It's pretty good." And he's like, "It's too fucking salty." And I think the idea behind that was like, "Okay, you have amazing powers, but you are." capable of failure so i don't like you made the soup too salty for one yeah. it was <laughs> also the old cliche of like oh he's a single tear rolling down um if you watch enough like jay dramas it was just like <laughs> oh someone, someone's eating the meal it's like oh, it's just, yeah. too, just a little bit salty it, it's kindness but it's also like it's fallibility and i think that made him realize okay maybe you are the real fucking deal then mm. that kind of way um mm. but whereas this this stranger who everyone's blaming for the crystals must be his fucking fault um is uh it's obviously his fault yes. and everyone wants to go murder that stranger where she's like no no he's probably fine he's probably just some yes. weirdo in a cave don't yeah, worry he's about doing him. he's doing better than RV because he's walking around no completely yeah. like completely healthy <laughs> the, the uh, crystals have completely disappeared when we see him in the next scene um mm-hmm. and yes he's got a cloak he's like a meddled an ups- yeah, i was gonna say a meddled up malevolent snuffkin yes mm-hmm. he's covered in medals <laughs> and uh he apologizes he was lying when he said uh he thought she was ugly. Here, don't you want the medal in return? I only said you were ugly, so you trust me. Uh, here, here's a medal for killing a hundred people. I got one for killing a thousand people, ten thousand people. I got mm. lots of medals. Uh, she's like, the fuck? You're really fucked up. Get, go away, please, weird man. Yeah, we guess it's thinking, okay, which like concept of, of existence are you meant to represent? Well, he says his name is War. 
uh, and then disappears from the story. Uh, everyone turns to Crystal, except the dog. And uh, the, the the dog stays in this forest, surrounded by his friends who've all turned to crystals, until mm. yes, he sees uh, our characters. I guess from his point of view, it looks different when they're poking around inside the um, cinema. Mm, yeah. uh, and, and that's when he finally escapes, which is the thing. Because the war before he leaves points out that, oh no, this is. They've been turned to crystal because that's the influence of another this world. But this world mm. you're in now, that's your this world. That's the one you've created. Mm. Uh, and you're, until you can break free of it, you're going to. The crystal, it's all tight. It's it's hard to figure out exactly what's going on. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the same message I, I was from the from the girl he loved, um, where she was saying, "It's like, okay, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to get away from here at some point. Yes. Like, this is this is no good for you." It just took yeah, him even... five thousand years to before he got away. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and as well that the plague wasn't being caused by any kind of like physical malady. It was actually being caused by people's like inner like negative feelings, thoughts, yes. and emotions. Uh, mm-hmm. So as much as you know, God herself could you know try and heal us. She can't uh, like as easily like remove those thoughts from you. It's very similar to the um, to the the black curtain um, plague that was affecting the characters before, where they were um, people who were felt kind of pushed out. Your outsiders and stuff like they they went into their own perfect world where you could stream Pac Man to nobody, that kind of <laughs> thing. Um, and, and that was an infecting the the this world they were in there, but uh, that then now they can carry that world around as a skirt, basically. So it's the idea that yeah, these <laughs> other worlds can negatively affect uh, people within yeah. um, each, yeah, each instance yeah. of world. It's, yeah. it's all about kind of not really like uh, dealing with the reality you're getting thrust into. You keep wanting yes. to go back to wherever your ideal is, wherever your comfort is, but mm-hmm. you can't have it. And and they don't interact with each other well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, usually, usually people who really want to have like uh, go, go back to their ideas because well, this status quo suits me. Yeah, but it doesn't suit this person. Yeah, but it suits yeah. me, so I'm going to selfishly cling on to this and um, mm-hmm. just like go back to it every time. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to budge on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they ask, "What was War planning on? What, what was War trying to do? He's planning to kill God." And they're like, "Well, I'm not even sure whether that would actually have any bearing on things if he did kill God." Um, mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of where we leave it. I assume it will be another jaunt into... I know the next one has got like an incredibly long title. Uh, <laughs> this Salmon Shizuke Forgot the Salmon. Um, so who knows who will drop in on next. Um, yeah. Some really cool background in this one. Because they're, they're kind of just, again, yeah, it's yeah. a mild story as they're traveling across the land, just various landscapes over a number of days, I presume. Uh, and kind of wind up in some place for like you know the kind of the ground is like a kind of stained glass uh floor and then it's going up in this cool sort of arctic sunset thing and they're going mm-hmm. up this like um very utana like you know endless like spiral staircase uh up into the darkness you know as you say brian very angel's egg-esque uh, yes imagery in play um, um they, they still managed to get the jokes in like where your man is just like you know, remember like i i only appear to be a dog i'm not actually a dog and they're like hey dinner's ready he's like oh you know, he's just like he's very excited for dinner um i liked your one where she was kind of like i've been waiting for you guys for two fucking weeks what the fuck is like oh time went differently for us check look our, our calendars are different than they like resync and she's instantly not mad at them because like oh yeah fair enough yeah. that'll happen would you um l- yeah, yeah yeah vaunting through worlds then uh uh, yes, it will happen. 
Then we've got Aisushima episodes 9 and 10. In episode 9, uh, Tsushima asks about money. What's the deal with money? Because uh, Oji Chan's got some money problems, so he decides to help out by going out into the woods and bringing back loads of pine cones. <laughs> Stuffing them in his little belt. That was great. Oh, and a bird, you know. I'm mm. sure I'm sure you find this valuable. I do. Um, and then the second half is the prince has arrived. Yes. Yes. Uh, which is, yeah. Uh, she's visited by the ghost of her first cat. Mm. Uh, and the best cat. It was nice and sweet. It yeah. was one of those kind of dreams of, was like, oh, you, you remember your pet waking up. But yes. it's, it, I think uh, Tsushima's kind of helping because, oh, the prince always used to bring back, they used to go hunting for pine cones and stuff. And Tsushima's just there while he's asleep and just putting down pine cones like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is great. He's, he's, he's just overjoyed. He's like, I'm doing such, I'm doing God's work here. This You're is really great. happy with me when she wakes up. <laughs> it's uh, a dead lizard beside her head. <laughs> and episode ten, much less cute. Um, oh. Osamu is very upset with this thing that comes attached to his food. <laughs> what is this thing? That's... Like, dude, gross! We'll just like pick the thing off before we eat it. I can't. It's just always there. And all your chance walking by, like, all oh, cats having meetings. That's so adorable. Well, they're all basically. What are they talking about? about yeah, yeah, yeah. Plotting on killing their owners. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh... Oji-san has also developed aging odor. Everything yeah. smells like shit. Is this is this my life now? And she was like, I, I shat on your nose earlier, but I'm not going to tell you because it's very funny right now. Mm. Uh, the really good like job of like uh, keeping that like secret is like it's good because it wakes up. Oh, oh what's that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh Remember no, my. Uh, getting older <laughs> and then in the extreme faces you just think it's like a mole that's been exaggerated yes. or something but yeah yeah um there was also there was also a bit where he wanted everything it was like what do you want sushan do you want to be, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want the, to you, want, you want the belly rub you want the you want the brush you want the toy it's like all of it also food i want to eat at the same time <laughs> uh, uh yeah stuff. checking out on the web ones there was a good one today which was uh yes we learned that sue chad has the inability to hiss so he's too fat to hiss yes yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's getting mad at osamu being bad at og chad so he tries to put him in his place but then it just means osamu and og chad are just staring at him like what on earth was that and he's like i'm hissing it's a hiss i'm hissing at you harumph <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, those are those are worth watching. They're not as as great, but like there's still some really fun yeah. voice acting in it. So yeah, yeah. and the good jokes. Then we've got the Dragon Quest: The Adventure of Die, episode forty six and forty seven, the Extreme Annihilation spell, Bedroa, uh, and mm. to the final battleground. Training, um, training, tra- training, training, training. Time to level up, boys. We gotta do some more grinding before we head <laughs> off to the final battle. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a little annoyed they didn't just use level up because you could hear them say level up when they goes goes to see the blacksmith who's yes <laughs> because like, yeah sometimes when they translate things it's weird like it was the same in um or similar in Great Pretender where they said like oh your one's a femme fatale and we, where you can hear her in English saying is like sexy body dynamite um, sexy body yes, yes. Uh, that's much better but like Dragon Quest just fucking use the game terms it's fine because in the in the comic it shows it gives you character stats and these levels. <laughs> <laughs> like the, yeah, the stat blocks and everything. 
brilliant. So, just swapped like uh, eye catches with Dragon Ghost House Hunting because they are their MP and HP. Yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was perfectly legitimate use of level up. It wasn't metaphorical, it was literal. Uh, that is what they're having to do. Uh, what's the other trait? Yeah, so the big part of this episode 46 is not well animated except for the bit where Pop is doing his spell. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. You've got to take ice in one hand, fire in the other. Remember Flazard. Now you've got to be more disciplined than Flazard. You combine them both and you make this spell Medera, which just disintegrates shit. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so one way... I, I, I can teach this dish to my boy and it's very simple. Catch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only thing that can stop this is another one shot straight back at it. So, I mean, trial by fire and ice, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other training is crocodiles leaping into that big whirlpool uh, attached to I it. assume he's like separating the whirlpool using his pure muscle strength by the yeah. oh, sweet um, axe which you know is going to make whirlpools or yeah wings. yeah um, uh, and he needs the help of our mouse friend to kind of like basically to drag him out of there in yes. between fucking sessions and in return and give him a present which we learn what that present is in episode 2047 um <laughs> Mom is training under a waterfall because she's a martial artist now, and that's how you do things. Yeah. Uh, and she's... Also, Pop, Pop gets really fucking uh, real dim legs moment uh, when he sees yes. how like, sculpted and toned her body is now. But he has like, to fucking say, oh. You can see her legs the whole time. I don't know why you're. It's like, oh, but now they're not wearing tights. It's like, you know, not, okay. not this close, but I'm cooling my busted like, arm in the, in the rear of her because I keep fucking up the spell, but at least I'm not getting annihilated, I suppose. Mm hmm. Uh, our two boys have went back to the sword maker. Who's not mad at them at all? No, I mean like it's a sword. It's gonna get chipped. I, I think now I'm gonna kick your asses until you fucking know how to use a sword properly. It's like, uh, he is mad at them. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's your fault, die. Is it my fault? And then he says the line. Oh, I guess it is my fault. Um, yeah, they, we learned that these weapons will heal themselves over time, so you don't have to worry mm. about repairing them. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Hyunkel, you're absolute fucking like amateur with or oh, with a spear. Like, are you do you really got go on with that? I got saying, a bunch I of do. magic swords here. You could have one of them. Like it's the last gift from a dear friend, and want to honor his memory. It's like that's the right answer. Yes. Either a be good at the spear, or b have <coughs> a very good personal reason of character growth to use a spear. Yeah, I can respect that. Uh, so they're debating who's going to go. Eventually, it is all our heroes. The princess and Amy. Uh, Amy's got a crush on her uncle, which Pop notices. And the uh, oh, and the uh, the younger fortune teller is going as well because oh, she's Merle, like, yes. yeah, because Merle's like, how can you read everybody else's personality except mine, Pop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's like like she's like, like Cassandra. She can tell the future, but no one will believe her. <laughs> Uh, and so they set off, and uh, meanwhile, Vern's got a secret mission for kill Vern. Uh, he's you like, do what you do best, baby. Kill for Vern. Yes. Uh, go kill his dad, because he's sulking in a cave somewhere. And, you know, if he ain't putting any arrows, I'm afraid I got to cut him loose. So go I, on, And also, I've kind of revealed my plan of destroying absolutely everything. So uh, he wants to just destroy humans, which is more than... That was yeah. That was not in my contract. I said only kill all humans uh, mm. and want revenge on them. Like you know, that, that's what I signed up for. Yeah, well, it was like we're, we're pulling the kind of clause to like uh, revoke that contract, and we're going to go over the the whole 
uh, whole nine yards this month. Sorry, <laughs> that's just the way we are now. It's new new management. You gotta do it. Mm-hmm. And despite using his hypnotizing um, scythe, uh, Kilburn gets killed. Um, but that's what his little buddy's there for. <laughs> just throw yep. some dust on him, and he's okay again. Also, it does not appear to have any innards. Kilburn no, gets sliced in half. He appears to be hollow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which again makes me think it's like a, himself and uh, maybe not um, the other Vern guy, but yeah, like influenced by um, the the Dark King. Basically. I just said I, I, I just like little bits of him, little bits Puppet of his sword or something. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. projections. That's but but the, but the fucking named after him. So well, yeah. yeah. He does yeah. he does give away though Vern's plan, which mm. uh, is that. He is not intending on keeping the surface world. He's going to bring the underworld to the surface and destroy the surface world. So He's what... going to drop everyone into hell. Yes. Basically. What he's yeah. promised Hadlar is a lie. Mm. Uh, so, uh, uh, and he also mentions like the dragon who lived underground that mm. apparently uh, your fella has met at some point in the past. I don't know if that's going to be important. I suspect it is. What we uh, call a dragon quest. Right? Yes. <laughs> sure <it is. laughs> uh, so yes, obviously had like we also learned the the theory that was theorized is that because the the pawn was honourable and wanted to fight honourable, that means that it's like when when Hadlar created Flazard, Flazard was wild and out of control because Hadlar was at the time. But now yeah, he's... Ha- uh, Flazard was power hungry and mad because. Uh, yeah, he was power hungry mad, but now he's in control. So yes. what he made using that mm. dark spell, disciplined. disciplined. Yes, and you can't yeah. you, you can't rely on teamwork anymore because these guys they're going to be using teamwork as well. Uh, Shit, <laughs> I didn't know they could do that. Uh, and also, meanwhile, the queen is like, oh, we should kill Zabara. He's he's a terrible he's a terrible person. We should just kill him. But Hadler's no, he's going to just leave him in prison. Sure, that's not going to backfire on him in any sort of way. <laughs> he will probably learn his lesson. I learned my lesson, so I mean, like, I, well, he, well, he does say, oh, I should kill him, but maybe, maybe it'll be the smartest thing to do. But he no, did give me the perfect. He, he did give body. it a body, though. And then the queen is just like, oh, I, I owe him a lot of not murdering. That's a, that's a wise choice, my lord. No, but maybe a little too lenient on parasites. It's just like, it got me there, queen. I give you that. I am a nice guy. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but then the uh, as they're all, we see the like the final battleground being built. Uh, it's this giant rocky spiky mess. Uh, but then the chess pieces come and arrive and attack the base to destroy the ship that they were planning on taking over there. Mm. Uh, only one of them manages to uh, a wizard manages to get away and warn everybody. Uh, and then one of these great warriors who they've been talking about all hyping up all throughout the ep- these last two episodes who they're going to meet up with shows up and it is the hero of the north turns out there's another hero is he called nova is that the fella's name nova yeah. yes she's yeah. new and new and improved newer and cooler uh he's he's also taller than die so he so that yeah. must make him better right mm. uh yeah, I really like the idea of like, oh yes, you're you've been going on your your little quests in this it, that we've seen, but what's to say there's another guy who's also been doing similar stuff all this time? There's a whole world. <laughs> kind yeah. of coming down like from both ways. They're yeah, they meet in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. you start here, now start here. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit like um, in one of the Paper Mario games. No, you're playing as Mario. You'd be a paper guy. You're doing RPG stuff, rolling around trying to beat Bowser or whoever. 
but occasionally you can run into Luigi in like one of, in the towns, and he's like having having his own adventure off in a different, <laughs> in a different game. But he meets him his party there, but they all fucking hate him because <coughs> oh, he he puts it that way. But actually, he fucked me up when I left me in, in debt, so I'm going to follow this dude around and I get him to pay up and so on. That's that. Oh, also, Chi has got the beast whistle. That was the present he got, and yes. he's planning on summoning some uh, a winged beast. And if he can defeat it, then it'll be it'll obey him, and then he's going to sneak into the uh, final battleground and spy on the Dark Army. Yeah, yeah, get the lay of the land for them before they go. But the problem is, you, whatever you summon, you do have to defeat, and he blows it at, at the sky, and it's like, oh, I guess a bunch of them could come. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, so uh, still massively confident. I, I, I love his character design on Chi. mm uh yeah. These were a good couple of episodes. I like the introduction of Nova, that's a nice twist on uh, the story. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm still annoyed Crocodile's not in the intro though. Um still mad about that. <laughs> 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 mm, well, <laughs> he's he's off kind of trading things up there. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I I got five chess pieces there. You have, you know you can kinda of divide up the, the party, yes. you know, including Crocodile and them and the guys not in closing credits as it's a kind of roughly five things. Because one of you is a healer, so you need somebody else, at least one other person Support, there to yeah. party up and take on one of the chess pieces. So that's mm. the way it's gonna work. So five of those and then you get to the big man afterwards. Mm. Yeah. Mom was like practicing she'd also like set traps up to practice her grappling because her power wasn't gonna work on Ori Halcom. So she's just have to throw these guys around. Um just wrestle them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and then finally, we've got Welcome to Demon School Arumakun, episode 20, Dream Date, which Amory and Aruma go to the water park. And Amory's got all these plans written up in her notebook. Yeah. Plan for the perfect date, version 666. <laughs> That's an auspicious number. We got to go with it. That's a good luck number in yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, her main dream is that uh, Iruba will pick her up and carry her like a princess. Oh, the princess carry. She's like, mm, I gotta get that sweet princess. Like, and it's only part way through the day. It's like, wait a minute, is he tiny or am I massive? What the fuck? <laughs> it's, yeah. to, He's like, dude, 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 it's, it's, it's going to be the other way around. Yeah, his hand is like several feet below her hand. It's like, mm, this is hmm. <laughs> but did you get on on the phone like water slides and the phone okay, I'll hold you hop on. It's like, oh, he's gonna hold me from behind. But obviously, no, you're you're you gonna hold him from behind because you're okay because you're, you're eight feet tall, lady. Come on. <laughs> I, I did like the various um, the stamps of approval, or it's like yeah, partial success, or you know, yeah. just like yeah. But yeah, she's kind of letting it get into her head that she's not. At, she's kind of enjoying hanging out with Rubicon, but she's put so much weight on all these things she wants to happen. It's not really working until they go mm. to the uh, fortune-telling show <laughs> in which a giant demon crocodile appears and tries to eat a rumor as he realises <laughs> he, he's been splashing about in water all day, so the cologne he uses to hide his human scent has worn off. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. this causes uh, Amory to go Super Saiyan once more and uh, beat the uh, crocodile up and rescue him. Uh, but then, oh no, she's got a bleeding le- shin. She must have caught it on also, the scales. Also, she's princess carrying him, which yes. is the opposite. Yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, she's feeling down, you know. All the plans didn't work off. But yeah, she's got a little cut in her leg. It's like, funny. she's asking, are you okay, Fontaine? There's still a chance I can probably leverage this into 
I know something, something for myself. It's like, yeah. oh, I got a boo-boo. I'm going to need to be carried, like, up to, like, third floor because, you know, <laughs> yeah. for reasons. <laughs> it was, like, fun. Whew, my pants in for this and you as it happened. It's like, no. She thinks, oh, but I'm, I'm fucking a massive, like, eight feet tall, like, fox woman again. This isn't going to work out now. It's going to be fuck up like everything else. But no, Ruma, he's a sweet lad. I figured this is going to happen. Pats in the spell all week. Shazam, you're lighter than air. Gonna carry you up all the way. Mm. Yeah. Um, so a nice little moment where kind of walking through the tunnel and then, you know, as, you know, he's coming out of the darkness into the light. She said, actually, you know, it's my favorite thing. I did have a really fun time with you today. So it's like, oh, you're such a yeah. sweet boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the secret is her getting home as her dad's like, he, because when she was younger, she didn't want to go anywhere except with her dad. And now mm. he's absolutely horrified that she's gone somewhere without her dear old dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the opening bit, it's like, oh, wait, are you going on a date? And it's like, no, I'm just cleaning my wardrobe of dresses and sorting them into piles of prettiness. Um, yeah, it, it, he was just like, okay, that's that's probably fine then. So he's mm. he's getting the weird, uh, like, oh, my daughter is in love with me kind of thing. And it's like, haha, dude, you need to grow out of that because that's bad. Okay, <laughs> don't do that. Being a weird dad, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a sweet little one. It, it, it took, took, took a week off for it, but I didn't notice. But I'm sure a lot of people were waiting for finally this like this this first date to come out of the corner. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. And, uh, it was it was just, it was like really, really, really fun like that as well. Um, yeah. Grace flustered faces and Amory. She's just oh my god. She's just he's holding my hand. Princess carrying me. Uh, but yeah, she could, uh, the other fun bit is when she couldn't stop herself from telling him to pick a better present for Clara. And she's like, oh no, I'm helping my enemy. <laughs> uh, uh, so I think it's just one more episode. Because mm-hmm. it's a short season. Yeah, well, it's a bit. We get more of the plot arrives. Well, there's things, lots of like mysterious cloaked figures. Yeah. But under the rounds there. And that, somehow, is everything all wrapped up pretty quickly. That's hey. not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Particularly, it helps when things are all like a continuing storyline and you can talk about three episodes <laughs> with, yeah, in yeah, one yeah. go. Righty-ho. Uh, let's not talk about the other thing which is starting in this week. Uh, but that... The uh, this new Science Saru show. I think that starts in a week's time or something. Oh, yeah, it does, yeah. That's <laughs> those ones that are like, it's airing like before it's on in Japan. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's really messing up like you know fucking gods at a singular point it's, it's refracting time or getting things before they're even made uh, dear. <coughs> oh dear oh so we shall be back next week uh, Tuesday back to the normal schedule is it Tuesday am I back at work yeah yeah that'd be, that'd be a Tuesday okay <laughs> back Tuesday I'm with... still on Ireland time so you know that's, that's the way it is <laughs> <laughs> a usual amount of anime to talk about we will see mm. you speak to you then goodbye bye adios